All right, everybody, welcome back to the Open Concepts Podcast, episode 24. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are done. If you guys didn't know, we were last three weeks, we were doing a series on gender roles. So if you haven't, go ahead and listen to that. But I thought this week we would take it a little more easy, just a nice, simple world topics and some and a nice, simple open topic. But I got my uh, co-host with me, EJ, again. How's it going, man? What's going on, party people? <sighs> Not much. We're still in lockdown. I swear, this is literally like I could script this and just pre- we've said this already. Just pre-record every time. We're still in lockdown. Still stay at home order. It's just right? it's still <laughs> it's still so constant. Did we, man. did we ever leave lockdown? I don't think so. We got we got like glimmers of hope in like red zone, but that right. doesn't really even count. But but there, there's places in the world that are like COVID free. Yeah, Florida. Or oh, you mean COVID free? Oh, yeah. I thought you meant just open. Yeah, no, yeah. COVID I think free. New, Z- New Zealand, Australia, I think are yeah. the ones that did that. They did full on like country lockdowns. But yeah, now it's like it, it's funny. I saw tweets yesterday from people saying that like like low-key how on earth is the u.s doing better with covid than canada is i guess actually- <laughs> doug ford is a <laughs> funny person that's that's the nicest way to put it i guess yeah <laughs> he squeezes his nose and makes honk honk sounds dang bro <laughs> <laughs> well see the other thing too is i'm like it's 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 only gonna get warmer now and like this lockdown, nobody's gonna. We've said this already. Nobody's gonna follow the rules. It's gonna be the same thing over and over. Because the rules are so fluid. <laughs> like there's nothing. There's nothing concrete really to follow. Like yeah. Well, actually, one of our world topics today is actually gonna focus on one of the stories that, in relation to that. So segue. Yeah, segue into this. So, anyways, we're gonna hop into our world topics for today. Okay. So speaking of COVID and our lockdowns right now. Uh, so we're recording this on the 15th. This is going to come out. Uh, let me pull out my calendar right now. It's going to come out on the 20th. So the Tuesday, by the time you're hearing this, you guys will know the answer. Uh, leaks have come out because, uh, Ford is going to put out, um, his weekly, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, his, uh, press briefing. Mm-hmm. And one of, so right now they're current, we're currently in lockdown and, they uh the ontario it's been leaked that apparently the ontario cabinet is currently considering curfews but we had it we had a curfew before though didn't we no wow. no nope. we only Co- had stay Co- at quebec, home order quebec had curfew quebec curfew. had curfew quebec had curfew we have not mm. so they're considering cur- uh curfews construction closures and travel restrictions so it says right here as part of a uh, suite of measures in response to record high covid-19 cases in ontario uh, multiple sources are saying that um, Doug Ford and his members of his cabinet are looking into imposing a curfew, travel restrictions, and uh, and ordering a shutdown of certain construction-related activities. Um, so right now what it's looking, and it's also saying as well, also up for consideration, the source says, is a further tightening of restrictions around non-essential retail sales and cutting back on curbside pickup. So... They're looking to go into like full, full like shutdown right now. And I don't know how that's going to work. Like, like a curfew is going to be, it's going to be a little dicey. I don't know. What do you think about it? I mean, at this point, yeah. Like if they started with this, I don't think it would have been an issue. Mm -hmm. When everybody was like freaking out, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, do that. Because people are so scared. They'd be like, okay, like I'm not going outside. But now it's 
over a year. <laughs> it's like, actually wild. Like people know that it's like not as deep as they're making it seem. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like, okay, like, bro, yeah. you're just annoying now. Yeah. Well, they're, they're projecting right now. They're saying that if this doesn't happen or if that this lockdown, like if they didn't do this lockdown, that they're projecting that this new third wave could bring up to 18,000 new cases. But um, I'm like, I, do you believe the numbers? No, I don't either. I don't believe it to the extent that they're saying, because right now they're saying that the, um, the average day count for COVID cases went up today. I think it's like 1400 cases a day now, which has gone up a significant, or sorry, um, News of anticipated uh, the anticipated announcement, which is expected sometime tomorrow, came as Ontario reported an all-time high of new COVID cases, actually 4,736 cases. Yeah, like, I, I saw that, but I'm just like, I don't know if You I believe, believe the, ex- right? Like, so, I think people correlate COVID, getting COVID, and then actually, like, dying from COVID. And I don't think people separate the two. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I think that, like, yeah. We we said this from time like I sound like a broken record here, but like people the way the way I see it is that they're I think they're very exaggerated because like say for example, again, somebody comes in with a more serious injury, like someone was in a car crash and they die from that car crash, but they also find out they got COVID. Yeah. That's considered like, technically a COVID death. No, it's not. But to them that is. <laughs> like, okay, if I like if, if somebody has cancer and they and they die from a car crash, they didn't die from cancer. Right. That's not how like what. <laughs> so uh, yeah, again, I think there is yes, there is a level of control based on the reporting that they have. And and like okay, I I I will be the conspiracy theorist on this podcast. Sure. I'm pretty sure that I believe more conspiracies than Elliot does. Yeah. But I've heard people that I know, like not even just like internet. I'm seeing this. I've heard people that I know say that they've heard, they've had friends who went to get tested. It took way too long and they left. They, oh. ne- they never ended up getting tested. Right. But, but they put, yeah. but they gave them their information. So they were just waiting to get their test, but it took too long. They went home, but then they got the results back saying they have COVID, but they that's never how, got that's tested. Wild. That's wild. Like, yeah. And I, and I, I and, and I heard the person say it to me, like, not even just like, I didn't just read it on the internet. <laughs> like what? Like that makes like, that's sus, bro. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's and then, crazy. And, and and then like I think about like how they say like the ICUs are overflowing, like the healthcare workers or whatever. I don't believe that either. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. A, about that. a, I think hospitals are busy on a regular basis, anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's been a year, and there's there hasn't been any expansion to fit to accommodate. The influx of all the COVID patients in the ICUs, yeah, yeah. and just like just like last week or two weeks ago, I had to go to the hospital for my foot. Bro, mm. I was in and out in like two hours. It was empty. Are you serious? Yeah. Dang, dude. There was nobody in there. Wow. So, like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, it's crazy. Like, I mean. Yeah, I'm not sure about this. And again, I we've said this, we said at the beginning of the podcast, I'm like, with summer coming, that's only going to make people want to not 
people are going to break the rules. This is going to happen. Yeah, second and summer where they can't go out, people are fed up. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Like, like, even I, when, I can only imagine because I've been, I've been working the whole time, right? Yeah. There's people that haven't. So yeah, I don't, I can't, I don't even know what that feels like to be locked up like that. Well, that's literally been like, not, I haven't been locked up per se, but I haven't been able to work because things have been shut down. I've been in my home pretty much like almost 24 hours of the day because I have school. But then now that school is being done, I'm going to start looking for work. But then other than that, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. It's just, it's so difficult to just. Especially like being locked down at long periods of time and just not being able to do anything. It's going to take a toll. Yeah. People are going crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, our second story, which is kind of more local here in Barrie, which actually relates to what the COVID stuff has been happening because of the new stay at home order and stuff, local businesses. And I assume this is probably the same thing over in Hamilton, that local businesses are closed. More of the bigger chains are allowed to be open. Which has caused a big uproar in for local businesses because they're not able to sustain themselves when it comes to financial stability and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's a Barry restaurant owner here that uh, uh, who was who? Okay, so the state the the order came and that businesses were not allowed. The province wide stay at home home order started, and dine in was not allowed. This place decided to they didn't care. They're like, I'm going to open it. People can come dine inside and, um, uh, and, and they can eat and whatever. And so this person start, started to get hit with fines per day. I believe it was a $1,000 fine a day. So this person essentially had to make like a thousand bucks to like in order to like break even to pay for that fine i mean so i would support it <laughs> i would too absolutely right like like it, it it doesn't make sense that like if big chains or like fast food restaurants are like you're able to like even if it's not like it's not only drive through like you can go inside the restaurant and it's still multiple people that can go inside the restaurant so i don't i don't get that so this person has now moved on from from dine-in now to takeout after multiple fines so like he couldn't handle the this person couldn't handle the fines and because it was getting way too expensive which is that's of course like a thousand dollars a day to just potentially have customers in is just probably not worth it Mm -hmm. and um so yeah that's what it's doing so like right now like a big push right now at least in in local eating is to like support local eating and to help them as much as you can which absolutely you should be doing right and the like, thing is like these these smaller chains or smaller local places whatever have mm-hmm. better covid protocol than the big places well i was about to say you know how many right? times like, like i've not- like i've gone into like a walmart and the person just like do you have any symptoms and i was like nope i just walked <laughs> like how do you know right? I-, I could be lying you don't know you have no clue right and if and if i said yes then what are you gonna do like yeah who's no nobody's gonna say yes yeah it it was the same thing like going into a mall like i saw people sitting at a desk and i'm like oh i should stop but they were all just on their phones just not caring and i just i'm like all right i'm gonna zip by and just go do my ish but like it's crazy because like small businesses it's not like i think people are just assuming that like large amounts of people are gonna roll into those businesses i'm like well no no that's why they're called small businesses and especially when you close them all down you're sending large amounts of people to one place exactly I don't know why that makes sense for everybody but Doug. <laughs> Yo, like I said, squeeze his nose, you'll hear horn sounds. Like, that's why. 
Hong Kong. Dang. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I mean, again, and this is like, it's not just restaurant owners. It's also business, small businesses. Like, for example, um, our friend Magna. Like, she does photography. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of her photography relies on either A, going outdoors or going into, like, actual, like, preset shoot locations. So to have people in there is probably not possible because of these lockdowns. So that's just... And like, I feel again, like and I feel just, like photography is safer because I'm shooting you from a camera that's probably six feet away from you. Right? From a distance. So I don't know. It's crazy. And I mean, so hopefully, again, like, this will change. I mean, and again, this will all be determined by tomorrow which is friday but when you guys are hearing this it'll be tuesday so you'll know the answer um but yeah i mean if if like curfews start happening and all this this is not looking good for like small business owners either it's all conspiracy fan (laughs) is is crazy bet you bet you we're, we're gonna have like a one world currency soon bitcoin oh or it's gonna be it's gonna be uh uh like what is it called uh like bit currency. I don't I don't know what it's Oh no, bro. The market of beasts is coming. Oh, what was the thing that okay, we 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 didn't record this last week when we had Matt on. What was his solution to COVID? This was the most goaded solution to to dealing with COVID. And well sir, we, well Elliot, we were we were gonna keep it till the end because that was the question of the day. Oh, look at this, look at this. It's but, gonna be a lead up. But now they have to wait to listen to it. Wow. All right, bet. Got okay. him. Got him. Got him. There you go. This is gonna be question of the question of the. He week. fumbled it, but he picked it back up. It's okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> it's not how you start; it's how you finish. Oh Let's my go. <laughs> Anyways, final story: entertainment news this weekend. You uh, we talked about him already on the podcast. Good old Jake Paul. Remember Jake Paul? Yeah. Is that is that wait, which 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 one is that? He's the younger brother. He's the one that saw the dead body. No, that's Logan. Okay. Uh, Jake's the one who knocked out Nate Robinson. Ah, dang. Okay. Yeah. So he is fighting boxing this weekend against Ben Askren. I don't know who that is. Ben Askren is an MMA fighter. I'm going to send you a clip right now while I'm talking about this. But anyways, he is probably one of the most um, ridiculed um, MMA fighters. And the only reason why is because um because he is the owner of the not he didn't do it he was part of the fastest knockout in ufc history so i sent you the clip for it you watch it's 17 seconds this is the fastest knockout okay so you go ahead and watch that but in the meantime so that's why he's fighting finally he's not fighting a youtuber he's not fighting a basketball player he is fighting a ufc trained fighter well, well I that's hope, happening this I week. I hope he gets snuffed out. Did you watch the clip? Hold on. No. So I put it's it's in the it's in the chat. But anyways, yeah. So he's fighting him this weekend, and so they've been talking a lot of trash and everything, of course, as you do. Um the amount of people that are wanting Jake Paul to get knocked out is actually like people are on Ben Askren's side. They're like saying, like, if you beat Jake Paul, we will forgive you for losing to Jorge Masvidal and getting knocked out in like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy got knocked out with a flying knee. Like, it's, it's crazy. All right, let's, let's see this video. All right, so watch it quickly. <laughs> if, you haven't, if you haven't seen it, guys, just literally go on YouTube and search up Jorge Masvidal versus Ben Askren. Fastest knockout in UFC history. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the white guy, he's going to fight Jake Paul on Saturday. Oh, dang. Well, we don't yeah. know if he'll win, though. 
Well, that's the thing. We don't. So, because he's a UFC fighter. But the thing like the thing is that before that fight, he was undefeated. So he didn't he's never lost he didn't lose a fight until that. So, like after Ben Askren got knocked out like that, he was essentially like the the laughing stock of the UFC. Well, I mean, he ran face first into a knee. <laughs> into a knee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's the plan there and then again, Jake Paul is talking his ish and then this weekend he's going to going to fight Ben Askren. And again, the people are hoping Ben Askren can knock Jake Paul out because Jake Paul is just uh he, he talks so much ish and a lot of people hate him. So I'd be upset if he wins again. I'd be upset too. Well, the, the here here is my thing is that he talks as if he's won like against somebody good. Right? He like technically like if he's you going beat by Nate Robinson, bro. <laughs> you beat you have beat two YouTubers who have had no boxing experience other than like prelim fights, not an actual like no headgear, no actual fights. Mm-hmm. And then you've fought one three-time NBA dunk champ. Who's small. <laughs> Who's small. None of these people have fighting experience. And again, the argument could be made for this if should Jake Paul win, you did fight a fighter. You just did you've never fought a boxer. You he's he's literally fought everybody but a boxer. That doesn't make sense to me. Because because he knows that if he were to fight a boxer, he gets snuffed. Yeah, like like you're like that's like okay, that's like picking up a football and then feeling like you're good because you can beat a high like like junior highs. Yeah. But you don't want to play against a real team. Right. <laughs> like, okay, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So, I mean, that it, the fight has been been hyped up for a while. And Jake's saying that, like, listen, I'm an undefeated fighter. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, you fought some scrubs. And you haven't fought anybody. I know, like, the time of day. that up. Right? So, this is the time that, like, the world is behind Ben Askren being like, yo, you had a flop. But, like, if you can, if you can knock Jake Paul out. You have redeemed yourself. Like you will yeah, you it, win, and his box. You, you, so you don't got to worry about his knees, bro. Like you don't got. Yeah, it, exactly. So I saw a funny comment that's saying it's like, yo, if um, if Ben Askren hits Jake Paul with a sweeping leg and gets disqualified, we should start a GoFundMe and pay for his purse. Oh gosh, <laughs> people are out here. They're wanting to really like support the heck out of out of Ben Askren. Well, the other thing too is like this is a big stack card, not only for uh, boxing but also performances. Uh, Justin Bieber's performing there. Doja Cat's performing there. Oh, yeah. So it's great, like this. And I saw uh, on actually on Mike Tyson's podcast that he was talking about how, like, you can hate on Jake Paul, but he has brought more fans to boxing than any time, like in like any time before, like a new generation of boxing fans. Which I'm like, technically, yes. Because are if they, I'm being are they honest, boxing fans though, or are they just like? Regardless if the they're hype. fans or not, you're still bringing in views, yeah, and that right. So like, like for example, like the UFC. The reason why people watch UFC is because like it's like it's fighting, it's like fighting, fighting, and it's entertaining because they have entertaining fighters, they have entertaining people that are that have transcended the sport. That are now like in in brand deals and in movies and in TV shows. It, it, it's all, all over the place. Mm. And so, like for boxing, you can probably only really name a few handful of current boxers right now. Other like Anthony Joshua, Canelo Alvarez, Ryan Garcia, yada yada yada. Right. So Jake Paul bringing in a new 
group of people, regardless of whether they're fight fans or not, is good for the sport. Yeah, I mean, he he's gonna do that wherever he goes. It's like six nine, like right, exactly. When you're known for being a troll, you're gonna bring you're gonna bring views wherever you go. Yeah. So yeah, like in in on the on Mike Tyson's podcast, he had uh, Dana White, and Dana White has had some words for Jake Paul being like he's an idiot and like. Because Jake Paul says, like, I'm going to fight Conor McGregor and knock him out. And I'm like, you're an idiot. You're never going to do that. No. Conor McGregor is, like, one of the best fighters in the world. And so Dana White on the podcast said, I'm going to bet a million dollars that Ben Askren beats Jake Paul. Yeah, because he's, he's an actual fighter. He, he just happened to run into a knee one time. Right? Well, that's Ben Askren went on a podcast and being like, bro, like, now that I can say this without, like, sounding, like, salty, it's like, like Jorge, you got like one of the luckiest flying knees in fighting existence. That's what it was. That's, one of the- That's what it was. Yeah. Like 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 there was no there was no real technique to that. Like what I just watched, it was bad timing on Ben's part, good timing on the other guy, and he just ran into a knee. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what it is. So I mean, hey. Come th- it's this Saturday, so if you guys get a chance, I mean, again, when this episode comes out, it will know the results. So, I mean, probably next episode we'll talk about it. And if it's anything, if it's anything like Nate Robinson's knockout, we'll definitely be talking about it. Oh gosh, <laughs> bro, the memes that came out of that is actually, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that's Jake Paul. I'm hoping he gets the yeah. He just to stop talking. But the thing is, if he loses, he's gonna be like, I'm not a fighter though, so like, it's not that big a deal, right? Exactly. Hey, shut up. I'm like, bruh. Go home. Like, it's... But anyways, those are the end of our world topics, and we are going to move on to our open topic for today. Alrighty. I wanted to talk about... I don't know why this came up during the week. I was just thinking about because just me finishing school and just trying to start to figure out the things I wanted to do in my life. I was thinking about the idea of being an adult, of adulting, of doing the the stuff for both again for men and women but because we're guys we're going to talk about it based on our perspectives so um i'll just read like we're going to talk about just what it means to be an adult and when is the moment that like we as individuals but also when do you realize that oh this is like i'm a kid i'm not a kid no more like this is actually like time to be a grown-up so um i'll just (laughs) dictionary defines i'm going to ask like for you, EG, as well. But like the dictionary here defines an adult as a person who is fully grown or uh, or developed. So I mean, te- technically, um, males are not fully developed till twenty five. That is true. That is true. The human brain does not fully develop until twenty five. We're twenty four. So we're twenty four. So what? We can still be kids. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so for you, what does it mean? I guess like what what defines being an adult? What does that mean? What does it mean to be an adult? Like, what, what, what is that defined by? Uh, like, we'll talk generalities and then we'll get into specifics about, like, when did you first realize it? But, like, what, what, what do you mean? What does it mean, I guess, in today's society to, to be an adult? To take care of your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Like, on your own. Without the help of your parents. That's what I think. Yeah. I think for me, I think like the idea of adulting is just, yes, responsibilities, of course, but I I think also it's just to learn to be like self-sufficient, to not rely on, on like, again, like your parents as well, but again, just being able to, again, support yourself and just 
responsibility and being self-sufficient, but also I think a level of maturity as well that again, you realize that like all the kids stuff that you were able to do or the stuff that you thought that wasn't childish is now considered childish based on the age that you have. I think that's what adulting means to me. So I think like a lot of the stuff when it comes to adulting is being like when people think adult, they think like, oh, I got to pay bills, got to buy a car, got to find my first apartment, got to set myself up with a job, all this stuff. When was the first like <laughs> when was the first time you realized, oh, like, wow, this is like the f- beginning of starting to become an adult? The beginning of starting to become <laughs> Yeah, the beginning of starting to become. You heard me. So the pre bars, the, the, the pre beginning, the, <laughs> the pre beginning, the prequel. Uh, That's what I said. Uh, when was the first time you realized it? That I was starting to become an adult. Yeah, whether it was like like buying, whether it was like paying for a bill, or whether it was like oh realizing oh I want to get a car, or, or or I don't know what what did it look like. Um, I think it was when I started taking care of everything myself. Like, I think, like, like there was a, I think, like, 19 to when I, like, moved out, I was mm. pretty much taking care of myself. Besides, like, the roof I was living under. Like, I was, like, everything, like, I was, I was paying for everything myself. Like, I wasn't relying on anybody mm-hmm. for, like, my car or whatever any bills i had yeah which i guess i mean it could be i think for well for me that was definitely different because yes i was like taking care of myself in a way but not to the extent of like every single thing i have to pay for myself so i think that that's maybe where you and i differ like what was like what was the first bill you remember paying the first my first bill ever month month, monthly bills that you were paying being like wow this kind of (laughs) hurts Um. Well, I mean, none of them really hurt at first, but I think the first, the, I think the first bill bill I had was probably like PlayStation or no, no, it was Xbox live. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's real. Oh, okay. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real one. And that's like, 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 that's like when I started working. So like, I mean, it wasn't really much. It was like what? 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I think a month or something like that. Yeah. Or no, for the, for six months or whatever. I think the first one for me was, um, I think it was like, yeah, I'm paying for like my phone bill. That was one of the big ones where I'm like, oh, wow. Like I, cause like, I think from, I got my first phone when I was 16 and then from 16 till 18, I was like on the family plan or whatever. Mm. But then after that, when I started my job, I'm just like, well, my parents are like, well, no, now you're going to have to pay for this yourself. It's like, now you're using it. You're using more data or whatever. So it's like, you got to start paying for it. And I'm like, all right. I've never. I'm my my parents have never paid for my phone ever. Really. The first the first phone I had, I was in grade eight, I think. Dang. And my uncle bought me the phone itself. It was like a birthday gift. It was one of those like QWERTY slide phones. Oh yeah. yeah but yeah. but I had to pay for it. Like the like, so I would get like the prepaid cards and stuff. Uh huh. So that was like. I've, oh, I've, I've, my parents have never paid for my phone ever dang yeah it, it I, I, it's crazy because like again it's di- different like people experience those things like differently like I, a lot of my friends would growing up i realized i'm like they had like 
like when I didn't have a phone, everybody in my class had a phone mm. and they were all just like either their parents were buying for them or they, again, they were having, they had jobs and they were getting for themselves. So I was like, all right, what am I missing here? What am I not getting? And so when I realized I'm like, well, okay, well now I actually have to, if I want this, I got to do this for myself. It was a big pointer being like, well, I can't have every, everything like provided for me. Like I actually have to go do stuff for myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of the big things. I think that, um, yeah, when it comes to the idea of maybe like, cause we, uh, well, I guess we already talked about self-sufficiency, but when did you realize that like, again, other than living under, so would you say, I guess the first time you truly felt like self-sufficient was when like the first time you actually moved out? Yeah. Okay. What was that like? Cause like, I, I think like everybody has different experiences when it comes to like moving out, being like either they're like, I'm gung ho and ready to get out or I'm like, I'm nervous as heck. Like it's it's a little bit of both. Like you're like you're excited yeah. to move out and be on your own because it's like I'm not under anybody's roof but my own. So like whatever mm-hmm. happens here is like is is my rules. My like my yep. my rules kind of thing. But it is it is nerve wracking at first because you're like oh my gosh, I'm on my own. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like 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 I always knew like if I needed to if something ever went wrong I have my parents to run back to. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to do that. No, right? not at all. But there is that feeling of like things kind of like become a little bit more real because because for me living at home, like yeah, I was paying for everything myself, but there was never that feeling of like like I can't mess up. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like living at home, I like I can make a mistake because I don't have like my the biggest bill I had was like my car, right? Mm-hmm. But then when once like once the rent bill comes out and like your bill is like over a thousand dollars, it's like okay, that's when it's like okay, like I gotta like actually like take take consideration of what I'm doing, absolutely, and be like actually responsible because this could result in homelessness, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So right, it's all those it's it's all those ideas of being like, well, now I can go out and eat every day. And spend that money on food. Yeah. I'll be like, well, no, now I, I got other stuff to yeah. pay for now. So actually, so I, I think to answer your first question of like the pre-beginning, whatever, I think when I when I got my own car, yeah, that was like the big, like like that, like that's a big responsibility. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like rent responsibility. So I think when I had that, and 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 I'm like, you know, I messed it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I messed it up the first time. Um Cause, cause they like no like like the concept to me of like paying your bills on time was like it just didn't make sense in my head. I didn't. It was. Foreign, I, I didn't yeah. think about it. Right. So like mm. in my head, I was like, okay, I work this much, I make this much a month, so I I can afford to have this car. Not thinking, but the bill comes out at this time of the month. So at yeah. this time in a month, I need to have this much, not just, oh, I make this much in a month. I can afford it, you know? Yeah. So it was like, I would, I would, I don't know, buy a video game on like the 10th, but insurance comes out on the 15th. And then I'm like, what, $10 short, but that NSF fee is 45 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> right. Right. And then it racks up. So I think, I think that was like the pre-beginning, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But 
the, the, like when like when I felt it, felt it like, oh my gosh, like I'm an adult was when I moved out. Yeah. And then had to and then had to buy stuff like vinegar. Right. Or like or like or, or like, like the baking soda thing that goes in the back of the fridge. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. That I, I, I got hit with that moment. I think when when we were going to a concert that you had in Toronto and we stopped at a mall to get food prior to that. And I was walking through a Sears when it was open, back when it was open. Mm-hmm. And I, I walked through and I, we were as I was exiting. It was just a section for like carpets and rugs. And mm-hmm. I looked at the price of the rug and it was like a $400 rug. And I'm like, what the frick? Yeah, man. And then that moment hit and I'm like, wow, I might have to purchase this one day. Things are not, <laughs> things are not cheap at all. Right. And it's so crazy. Like, it's crazy to the idea. Like one of the things that my, my parents always instilled into me is like, enjoy your youth. Enjoy the stuff that you have right now because you realize that once you get to a level of like responsibility, like you'll not not to say that it's a bad thing to get to that point, but like you'll realize I'm like, no, it's a shift. Like it's a big shift. And he- so. here's my thing. I like I could talk about finances all day. I love talking mm-hmm. about finances. I love talking about money. I like making money work. Yeah. What I think I want to instill in my kids is not really like, like, yeah, enjoy your youth. But I also want to instill like. F- like financial intelligence. <laughs> Yeah. And how to like actually yeah, be wise with your money and understand what money is and how to make it work for you and not like you're just working to make money. Right. Like, because once you once you figure that out, you can be like, like if if they taught us in school how to yeah, properly the- manage money as opposed to teaching us how to calculate the right angle of a triangle or whatever, <laughs> there would be so much less debt in the world. Absolutely. They're, I mean, I think they said they're starting to do that now, that instead of like the civics and careers that they usually did in high school, they're teaching people how to like financial courses on like how to do taxes or like how to do stuff. I'm like, do you know how beneficial that would have been for like people our age? Bro, like teach somebody how to make a budget right? and what a budget actually is. Like, yeah, that, it's, it's like crazy. a budget's not a scary thing. It's not like, like I remember growing up thinking that budgets were like, restrictions on my money yeah but now i know that budgets is like more like freedom to my money if that makes sense yeah you know what i mean right yeah absolutely yeah for me i think it's it's different because going to school it was my parents like did help me to an extent and then also like i got a government help as well but also when i was at when i was in school i was staying in toronto with my aunt so I had, yes, a level of freedom of just being by myself where I paid for my Wi-Fi, I paid for my food, I paid for my bus passes and all that stuff. Mm. But at the same time, I, I call it sheltered freedom. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, because, because, because there's like a, a, a safe net, a safeguard. There's a fallback, yeah. right? That's exactly what it is. So like for me, like finishing school as of next week, that's going to be different because now it's coming, now it's all kind of coming at once where... Now I got to start thinking about where I, where I go after I'm done my, uh, my bachelor's degree. Where do I go? Um, do I like my biggest thing for the reason why, like I stay at home one, because my parents have just said like, listen, get your, get everything in order to the point that like you feel comfortable and like, as long as you need to stay, but like, don't overstay your welcome. Like, you know, when you're, yeah, overstay, yeah. Right. And that, and that's, and I think that's the, every parent uh, or all the majority of parents are like that. They want to see their kids succeed. 
and any way that they can help, they will try to do that as much as they can. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. No, like, absolutely like, not. Like if, if like if you can get the help while you're in the process of getting things ready to start, that's great. That's a blessing. Because right a lot yeah. of people don't so, have that luxury. Right? Exactly. So and and the other thing too for me is the moment and I've said this already, I've talked to my parents and, and people, is that the moment I decide to move out, I'm moving out. Like I'm not coming back. Right? Like that like that's the feeling, right? Right. That's the moment. Like, I don't want it to be a half step. I don't want it to be half measures. I want it to be a full measure being like, no, I have everything in line. Taking the next step towards being truly an individual, like being an adult. Mm. Right. So like, because right now, like I'm, I'm paying for like the electricity bill here. I'm paying for my phone. I'm paying for insurance and, and gas and all that stuff. But again, under the pretext of still understanding that, like, a big factor right now is that food is again if i want food i can get food but there's still food here same thing with rent same thing with heat like like it's all that stuff encompassing and so my whole thing is i'm like listen when i choose to do that that's gonna be it like is is one and done i'm gone yeah and i think the one of the like we were talking about like maybe one of the like yes it is exciting but also nervous i think one of the biggest not fears but just Things that I worry about is is like failing. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's the feeling of like, if I mess up, I know I can go home, but I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to feel that right. feeling of like, ah, oh, I couldn't do it. You know? Which, which again, I don't think there, there's nothing wrong with failing in that situation. But again, I think it's instilled in people who are choosing to become their own person. It's tough. It's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Yeah, I don't, I don't know where that, that kind of leans up to. So, like, we were talking about how, now that we've talked more of, I guess, the more monetary and the more, the, the more like, realistic world stuff of what it means to be an adult, let's talk about more of the maturity side of what it means to be an adult. Because I, I think maturity I don't think plays there is a big... One. You don't think there is I one? I don't think adulting has anything to do with maturity. Because because okay. I think there are some biological adults with zero maturity. And then I think there are some people who are not adults that are very mature. True. Yeah. No, actually, do you know what? I, I kind of agree with you. No, I mean. So yeah, because I think I think the correlation that realizing that like if you if you look like an adult, mm-hmm. people assume that you're mature. Yeah. All right. Like 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 there are some like grown, grown men and they're 30s who are still living at home i would not say you're adulting (laughs) i'd say you're i'd say you're an adult (laughs) like biologically like you're considered an adult Mm -hmm. i don't think you're adulting yeah because i think yeah i think one of the biggest things i hear always is that oh i'm 18 i'm an adult that makes me like seem like a mature person i'm like in reality if i look back when i was 18 i was still a kid i was still yeah yeah. Right. Like I, I would only think like if I only, had to define yo, only myself. Only eighteen year olds think that they're adults. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. The moment that changes to that date, twelve a.m. and it's my birthday, I'm an no, adult. No, you're not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain has not fully matured. Right. If mine has like, even. <laughs> right. No. I think. I think for me, it, it's like I've said. I've said this already during this episode. Is that I think the idea of 
truly being an individual is starting to, as I said, come all at once now that I'm finishing my degree. Mm. Because I already, I already talked to you about this. Like, I'm looking to now actually buy a car. Because the only reason I didn't have a car, because I was in Toronto. Mm. So I just used transit. It was cheaper for that. But now that I'm here in Barrie, now I want to get a car. Now I want to start being able to do that stuff. Now I want to look into where do I go in terms of work? Where I want to go to live? Like, where are these? So it's all now hitting at once. And, th- and, that's, why, and that's why I say, when it comes to, when, like, when I think about, like, what is adulting? I think it's, mm-hmm. can you take care or being able to take care of your responsibilities? Right. right? Cause like, like, let's say you live in Toronto, probably don't need to have a car, but you can be an adult, right? You, you can yep. be fully taking care of your responsibilities, but there's no need for a car in Toronto because you know, but if, if you can take care of your, your responsibilities without help from like your parents mm-hmm. and like, it just gets done and you just, you just do it and, you, and it, there's no issues. Like, you're not mm. having money problems every single week. Like, like, even, like, here's the thing. Even if you have money problems, like you're still taking care of what needs to get taken care of and you're not right. like freeloading off somebody or whatever. That's what I consider adulting. Yeah, absolutely. When you put, again, when it, when it's, I think adulting is when the hardest, when you have to make the hard decisions. Mm. And, 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 and there's nothing, and I'm not saying that to say there's anything wrong with needing, no. needing help. I don't, I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying majority of how you're moving now is you're taking care of your responsibilities. Right. And so, and here's the thing. I think that in order to kind of reach that point, I think you have to have a level of maturity as an individual to get to that point. Because I think an immature person doesn't realize that, oh, wow, these are things that I actually need to do. Hence, 30-year-olds living in their mom's basements. Hmm. I I personally think... I think to start fully adulting, you have to move out. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I agree. Because, because as, as long as you're under that safety net of, of mm. your parents or whoever you're living with, whatever, I don't think you can fully experience the, it's all my responsibility now. You know? Yep. No, 100% I agree. And I, I think that you can prepare yourself for that. Hence being, again, I think one of the biggest things is actually growing and becoming mature as an individual yourself. So mm-hmm. that means, again, ability to self-reflect on the things that are in your life and the things that are around your life. Just noticing certain maybe behavior patterns that you have in your emotional maturity is a big thing as well. And your emotional intelligence, being able to actually deal those with those situations Mm -hmm. so i think a lot of those factors play into the fact of when you're actually ready to make that next step of being by yourself and and i don't say that like i feel like i gotta clarify myself because last week matt was like you offended me and i was like dang i didn't mean to bro yo when i when when priya heard the episode she was like yo you were a follow for that too i was like dang i didn't mean it like that (laughs) but (laughs) he clarified listen to that he clarified but um I don't say that to say like if you're not moved out that you're not an adult. I don't mean that. Like no, I don't. I don't think like like if you're if you're just if you're taking care of your responsibilities in your now, that's adulting. But I'm just saying like I think you fully fully feel it once you move out because then everything is yours. I felt that. I felt that like 
I was falling behind when it came to the idea of adulting. Because as I said, I think the definition of the worldly definition of adulting is like living on your own, doing your own thing and, and, and being able to sustain yourself. Mm. And so like, for me, like, like during, I'd say probably third year of school, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, I'm tired of just going to school all the time and just not fulfilling myself. Mm-hmm. But I, the, the idea was that I think I had, to, I had to shift my mindset of because people are, because I see people around me, whether it's my friends or individuals that I'm around, seeing them get on with their lives made me feel that I'm falling behind. Yeah, that was one of the biggest things that I had to shift in my mindset, and which you mentioned already right now was the idea that just because somebody else is ahead does not mean you're behind. And see, like on the flip side, because like I get how you could feel that, like if you're like looking at like mm-hmm. me, for example, right? right? Exactly. But on the flip side, though, because I didn't go the school route, mm-hmm. I had to like do the like I I I had to do the responsibility thing a lot sooner because there's no excuse for me to just be living under my my parents house not doing anything like i'm not in school so i i need to be working i need to i need to be on my way to to getting to the point where i am supporting myself you know Mm -hmm. so from 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 my perspective it was like i just have to do this because everybody else is going to school to 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 achieve something i gotta Mm -hmm. go the other route and just work twice as hard to get something you know yeah and, and i think those are the perspectives that you have to surround yourself with people like that surround yourself with people that like have different ideas of what it means to because i think i think the idea of being successful is such a skewed understanding for people is is wild to me when like like when i look at like what it means to be successful i just think of being able to sustain yourself and to 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 have stability mm-hmm. when it comes to adulting. That's what I look at success. People have other views of success, but that I, I I think this was also just based on the way I was raised with my parents because again, two immigrants from a completely different country coming here and again, having a house, which is wild to me, like and it's even wild to them, right? So like that I maybe have just a a simplistic idea of what it means to be successful. Mm. But in reality, when I'm talking to other people, that's not real. Like it's, it's a, it's an achievement to do stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I think, I I think what I would describe successful as for me would Mm be, um, like, Oh, how would I say it? Like for me personally, what, when I feel success, I feel it when I achieve or I, when, I, when I hit certain milestones that I technically shouldn't because I didn't go to school route. Yeah. Right? So, like, for example, yeah, for yeah. example, I'm the sous chef in Milestones. I didn't go to school for culinary, <laughs> but I learned how to do it. I got educated a different way, right? So to be here now, like, I wouldn't call that the pinnacle of success, but I, that, to me, that's success because... There's people there's yeah. people that said I couldn't do that. Right? So Yep, uh, that's a hundred percent. Like it's the equivalent to like like my cousins are in um they work for an insurance company. Mm-hmm. 
and none of them went to school for business or anything like that. They just took a they took a an exam to to get their license and now they're working. Whereas other people took four years to do that, get the same license mm-hmm. and work in, in a field, yeah. right? So it, it's a I I a hundred percent see where you're coming from there. And I, I think that I don't think one one success is greater or lesser. I just think that success is defined by how you define success. I think I I think one of the truest phrases is success comes from hard work. So it doesn't yep. matter what way that hard work looks, whether like you're working really hard in school mm-hmm. or you're just working really hard late, like manually kind of thing, or like you're working real hard to learn something without school or whatever. I feel like that's where success comes from. And I feel like that, I feel I feel like that hard work equates to adulting because if you're working that hard for stuff, you're taking care of your responsibilities. Right? Exactly. You're not not focused yeah. on childish things. You're not focused on somebody else supporting yeah. you. Right? That's that's literally the the pinnacle of what it means to I think be an adult. So yeah, I, I guess to to kind of start closing right now, it's just I guess some advice to to people that maybe are kind of feeling that way that feeling that maybe that like there are other people that are succeeding in certain areas that i'm not succeeding or maybe that i haven't found the way to properly be an adult i don't know what would your advice be like we'll go you can go and then i'll I'll answer as well my advice would be laziness is the opposite of adulting (laughs) yeah (laughs) like 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 you gotta you gotta you gotta get up and do something whether and like it doesn't have to be big things you don't have to be doing big things but you got to be doing something yep you got to be working like set a goal whether that be i want to get a car or i want to move out or i want to travel whatever whatever the goal is set the goal and work towards it figure out how to work towards it instead of just like dreaming about it right and i feel like like when when that applies to life, like when you want to move out, work to work work towards it. You will. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I think for me as well, the 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 thing that you just mentioned right now is just don't dream about it, do mm-hmm. it. That's one of the biggest things that that based on like the things that you do with your music, but also like when you like kind of gave me that boost of effort to kind of start this podcast up again, is people talk about doing stuff, mm-hmm. just do it is a big is a is the is a big people think it's a simple differentiation being like well i can just i can talk about mm-hmm. it and i'll eventually get to it a lot of people never eventually get to it okay i'll, I'll okay so, i'll give you an example i i told you this story like before we started but it might motivate people so i do music right and i know that i know what my goals were for music right mm-hmm. and the thing about that is like when you start it, a lot of people, because the, the average person is not like average people don't, don't work like that. Like, like, like yeah. regular people are just dreamers, but then there's doers. Right. Um, so a lot of people would see me and be like, oh, that's cool. Like you do music, but in the back of their heads, they're like, yeah, but like <laughs> everybody, yeah, you're music. not going to make it right. Whatever. I know what my goals were. So just today, I'm not like, I'm not going to go into <laughs> depth, but there's an artist who I used to listen to, who I used to look up to growing up, right? 
and I've worked really hard for like how many years has it been? Six six yeah, years, I, I think don't... I've been doing this now. From from when I first started. But looked up to this artist, huge influence on my sound, my writing style, all that stuff. Managed to get in contact with this guy. Change. And asked him for a feature. And now he's buying the song for himself. <laughs> Let's go. You know go. what I mean though? Let's go. But like that wouldn't have come if I just sat there and just said, I want to do that, but then didn't work towards it. Like I right. actually put in six years worth of <laughs> songwriting practice. <laughs> and to people that say that success comes in a day. No, you got like success comes with hard work. Yep. When I first started, all of my inner circle knows the the first couple of songs that weren't the greatest. Right. Mm-hmm. But I did not give up. I kept going. I kept working towards it. And well, here we are. <laughs> right. And I, I think that's the, the, the example of what it means to not be a kid and think of kid things, but be an mm-hmm. adult and have aspirations. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I, think th- I think the overall theme applies to adulting. Right. Exactly. I, I think the, the advice I can give is I think that if you're looking to, to start wanting to become an adult, first off, I think that you need to be, you need to have some level of maturity and some level of self-reflection about your life, the things that you want to have. The thing, I think that once you know yourself, that's a good first step in wanting to find, do things that you want to do and be an adult. I think that again, whatever it looks like, whether that's going to school or whether that's doing something else, but put effort into it, put effort that like, it's something that you're passionate about doing and set aside Again, the childish mentality of thinking that, oh, the support will be here. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be there, but don't let that be your main focus. Let let you be your fallback. Mm-hmm. That That's the only way I see it is that that's the pinnacle of what it means to to be self-sufficient, to be responsible, to be mature. Is to That's the definition of what it means for me. And I think the advice I can give for other people is to truly be an adult. I think I think that's a good point you said. Um, to add to my answer, I think... The first thing you do, you should do if you don't know what to do, like, like if you're saying to yourself, like, I want to, like, I want to be an adult, like, I want to start becoming an adult. Mm-hmm. First thing you should do, your first goal should be to better yourself. <laughs> learn yep. your, learn who you are and learn, learn your weaknesses and work on your weaknesses and be real about them though. Cause yeah. adults are real about stuff. They don't hide. <laughs> No sugarcoating, right? Surround yourself, surround yourself with people that have gone through that, that are adults, that you see people who are like, that's the person I strive to be, or something like that. Surround yourself by people like that. They they can help you, right? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, we're all we're all moving. Listen, we're 24 still. We're not we're underdeveloped on our brain function. We're under (laughs) (laughs) We are un we we are unfinished humans. Okay. Unfinished humans. That's right. Exactly. We'll get there. In about in less than a year, we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> but anyways, guys, we're going to finish off today with question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week. This is the lead up. This is the lead okay. up. This is it. So if you had a week to be the prime minister or Doug Ford or whoever's running things, mm-hmm. how would you deal with COVID? 
Yeah, that's <laughs> that's tough. Because like here again, here's my thing with the whole COVID thing is that I don't think, pardon me, I don't think anybody is truly prepared for this. Like I, I think that we can, we can give a certain amount of grace. At least I hope people would to the people who are trying to do this, because again, this is a brand new thing. They're trying to deal with it as best as possible, but there is an extent of being like, well, now you're just kind of fluffing this up. Now you're just right? kind of messing this up. Cause, cause we all have our opinions about how it's being dealt with now. Yeah. So how would we deal with it? How would you how deal would you with do? it? If you were the prime minister or whatever. Yep. What was the, okay. We'll see. Now we got to mention what Matt said. Matt is the goat. Okay. Matt. Okay. He, this was, this was based on, COVID and CERT, but you go ahead and explain it. Okay, so Matt said what he would do. <laughs> it was goaded. And, and listen, and listen, it was so good that I was like, I have to say his answer. Yeah. Matt said that everybody would be getting CERT checks, but the catch is if you get COVID, if you get the, the virus, you lose your CERT check. Or, yeah, you have to pay it back. Right? That's like, if that was the case, nobody Everybody. would have COVID. Everybody would be home. Yeah. Nobody would go nowhere. Everybody gets the serve checks that they get. If, if you get COVID, you have to pay that serve check back. But if you survive yeah. and don't get COVID, you get to keep it. You don't have yeah. to pay it back. And, <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the other kicker was like, something oh, like yeah. <laughs> if, if you fail to report that you have COVID and then, and then they find out you had it, Somebody that you know loses their check. That's dude. And and they're aware of why they lost it because oh. you didn't report it. Dude, that'd be dude, that'd be the worst friend ever. That's my answer too. I'm I'm going with Matt's answer. I like yeah, that, that answer. That's a good answer. I cannot give an answer because I just I don't want to put myself in that situation giving out legislation. Matt's answer is probably the best answer that I've heard thus far. That was the greatest answer. That was dude, that was a goaded answer. But shout anyways, out Matt for that. Shout out to Matt. Um, but guys, let us know. We'll put out the poll or we'll put out the question. How would you deal with COVID? How would you deal with it if you were Doug Ford? Is it Doug? It's Doug. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I forget their names. Rob is no longer with us. Robert, Rob, RIP. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you have any comments on this episode, or if you guys have any future topics you want us to talk about, uh, want us to talk about, let us know on Instagram at openconsistpodcast or email us at openconsistpodcast at gmail.com. Guys, follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts as well. Please leave a written rating on Apple Podcasts. It helps with boosting promotion and advertising for this show. But anyways, guys, EJ, where can they find you at, man? Instagram. This is Juwan96. New album dropping. Can't tell you, but it's coming soon. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That lead up. That lead up. <laughs> the pause. Like, it was like, what? What? Oh, hang on. You're releasing the date? <laughs> it's coming. It's coming soon. Am I going to get the... Are we going to get the exclusive here? I don't know how you would do that, but I mean... Nah. Okay. Well, well, one of the things we were talking about is that when it comes out, we like, I don't actually, do you know, what? I don't know if I should mention it. Maybe I'll save that. Yeah, I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. See what he just did to y'all? That's, that's good marketing. <laughs> no, there was something I wanted to do for his release of his album. And so, and it's a, maybe a, a part nah, of nah, don't say I nothing else. Don't say nothing else. Okay. 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 Leave them in suspense, Elliot. All right. I'm going to leave Marketing, it there. marketing. Let's we gotta, go. Right? We got to expand the idea of this podcast. We got to go Big other things ventures. coming, y'all. What? 
That's right. But anyways, guys, thank you so much. And we will catch you guys next week.